0: Oh, yes. More than a voice, it's the voice of Peter Tosh with Equal Rights. By the way, um, the volume sounds a little bit low. So could you play a little bit more on it? Thanks. This song, uh, Equal Rights, was actually completed and ready to go in 1977 but had to wait for some unexplained reason uh, until 2011 before it hit the airwaves. And glad that we finally got to hear it. 888-874-4888 is your contact number today. And what will we be talking about? Donald John Trump. Yes, we will talk about Donald Trump. Because it's it's falsifying that you can look at the situation, any person can do that, and would come away with some very profound analyses, and yet we can't seem to get them. Whether on radio or television or whatever, we're not getting. We're getting uh, news about the news. And I would like us to take a slightly different tack today. You have observed the election process so far. What is in store? What is this about? What are we likely to find out in the course of these elections? Um, And certainly, I don't really feel good about this Donald Trump free air. But we're talking about the the way news is covered in the United States. Trump must be singing every night all this free publicity. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. No analysis really, just publicity. And that is worth, it is, it is right up uh, Trump's alley. It's worth a lot of money, millions and millions of dollars in free coverage that man is getting. And I was looking to the non-traditional media, at least, give us something to think about. But the news, as they define it, so far has been what a character John uh, uh, Donald Trump is. What a character and they analyze the news that's already out there. Nobody's looking at Donald Trump clinically and we're not having that kind of conversation. We're having a sophomore conversation about a very complex thing called elections. And uh, of course, because the media is not really not going to take a, a deep look yet. They're waiting for the signal to go full blast. But so far, they're pathetic. What? is to be understood as the importance of Donald Trump, not only as former president in this election upcoming, what could we know about Donald Trump? What is the, what is the the main gist of Donald Trump as a politician? What, what, what do we get out of that discussion? Well, we'll get it today, because you're going to call 888-874-4888, and we'll start this conversation. We can't wait for the people to figure out that maybe it's time to really take a clinical look at what this man has, uh, I don't want to say accomplished, but the, the havoc he has wreaked in American life and the significance of his uh, pretended uh, candidacy in the next general election. I would say you will you know when you call 888-874-4888. I just want to start right now, just a little thing. That's not going to take a lot of time, but I want to say a heartfelt thank you a thank you like no others thank you I be because you've been just incredibly beautiful and generous and kind and thinking of me as I am thinking of you it got me through a very dark time and quite successfully I must say I have a little bit more to go um and I thank you so much for hearing and sharing. I thank you very, very much for that. So I don't want to go a step further without um, uh, I'm showing you my arms locked with each other, symbolically around you to say thank you very much for your support, your kind words, your kind deeds, your generosity of spirit, and your effort to make sure I do not lose hope. That's the big one. Thank you very much for that. I won't forget it. I'm working still to make the circle, a complete circle of health, I mean rehabilitation. Cancer is sure not an easy thing to get rid of. Very long to maintain the cancer free uh posture. It's it's pretty hard. But I have had the great privilege of having you in my life and not as a passive presence, but a very active presence in my life. And you should have no doubt that without you, there wouldn't be me. I feel that way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now let's get on with the business of the day at 888 is Donald Trump to you in this election? What are you thinking about? Why is he uh, running anyway? And what is it? What kind of cues have we missed? Why is it that this late in the game, I mean, he was president, and he's trying to be president again, he should be quite familiar to us. Is he? I don't think that. But maybe they're keeping it a little secret, (laughs) You never know. All right, let's get started at 888 874 And just to remind you, there's a bit of shuffling. I am now at 5 o'clock, 6. And uh, it's going to be the greatest hour of radio in the United States, in the permanent Oh. I'm going a little nuts i'm really going overboard or to contain myself. but let's let's get started 888-874-4888 what do you make of this candidacy of donald trump running proposing? of course he says he'll be running again the president and uh it's there's some iffiness about it that is quite concerning, don't you think? Okay, who's up first?
1: No calls right now, Eutrice.
0: Okay, we don't have any calls yet. What is the matter with you? You're slowing down. You could have a lot of pep in your step right now. 888 874 We're looking at this from a... Your personal perspective. You don't have to feel obligated to uh, repeat what people have said. I want to know what you think and why you think what you think. What is the significance of his political effort right now? What does it mean? What does it say? The reason we should ask these almost open-ended questions is that it gives us uh, an opportunity to pull several threads together. And when you pull several threads together, you begin to see a form. There's a form to this. What is that? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to me and others? Where on the, the what should I call it, the, the dream of life, where would you place this? Of what significance is this? Or are we over-emphasizing it? Are we exaggerating it? And for what reason? I don't know. Let's hear what you'll have to say. 888
1: Butrice, you have Darius from Nassau County.
0: Darius, you're up first today. Hello, how are you doing from Nassau County?
1: Hey, good afternoon, Butrice, and the PRN family.
0: Thank you for that. That's nice. Thank you.
1: All right. Um. Well, with with Donald Trump, uh, I mean, what, what is what what more needs to be said? I mean,
0: we don't know, you know what mean? you have to say. Maybe you have something more to say.
1: I don't know. <laughs> We're just, the the man is a total, I don't want to say basket case, but he's insane. And he is... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait
0: a minute. I have to kind of protect the brother here. What do you mean he's insane? What causes you to come to that conclusion?
1: Well, from his actions from when he was president and prior to him being president, well, we didn't see... Being did because we just usually had brushed them off as, ah, that's just Donald Trump, yeah, whatever. But seeing him as the leader of the free world, as they call it, we now see a bigger aspect of Donald Trump and who he is and how he is. And it will it's, it, it's, it, be detrimental to the country for him to be president again. That's my opinion on Donald Trump. So how much... What percentage of that possible
0: outcome would you claim responsibility for?
1: Uh, we'll repeat the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was a tough question.
0: I said, how much, if, if that is the outcome, what you just laid out, how much mm. responsibility are you willing to accept for that? Well, I, I,
1: on on under on the, on 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 his part, I really can because I I, I took I took a step back from this uh, whole um, presidential reality show because I understand that they're a person in a position, but they don't really wield the biggest power in the American system. Yeah, and and. But a person like that, well, what we witness on his presidency is that they could push through anything that will benefit the GOP party, and he'll just go along with it, not knowing the detrimental effects it will have on the regular Americans. You know, we we want to go to get at
0: hospital. what I'm trying to get at, Darius, is okay. It's one thing to say, "Well, Donald Trump is insane." You just said mm. that. But it seems very convenient to just phrase it in one little short sentence, and then you you make oh. your hit and you run away. What is what is the major challenge that Donald Trump poses here? You can't say he's insane. You're not a psychiatrist. I'm not right, a psychiatrist.
1: Right, right, right. You're, you're absolutely right. That's that's right. That's just a a statement we as humans use sometimes just to you're right to just brush it off. Well. Yes, I know. But
0: what does that does that relieve a burden on you and other voters? To does it does it increase the burden to say we have to mobilize against this man?
1: No. Well, you know, we. we, You see, I, I don't. Being that he did win, but I don't think he stands a chance again. But what the problem is is with it, retreats, is the problem with Donald Trump is all the other candidates that's running on the GOP side is basically trying to out-Trump the Trump.
0: Yeah, well, that would happen. <laughs> it's the same on the and, Democratic side. <laughs> it's, it's, well, it's, it's politics. Yeah. yeah. But it's, 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 I'm it's, asking you, are you willing to bear any responsibility at all for allowing it's just we are theorizing now, allowing mm-hmm. Donald Trump a second good shot at the presidency. Would that be your fault? Do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, it'll, it'll be everyone's fault because um, it's going to affect everyone. I mean, how can we not say it, 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 it's it's not our fault? Well, we had his four years, we had the Obama four years, we had we have in Biden a couple of years now, and it's our fault for not taking elections seriously. But you see, they only. Well, they only promote the presidential elections, but the the people that's wielding the willpower, which is the Senate and the Congress, you don't really hear about those elections. You might hear about it when it was uh, all the red wave or something like that. But when it comes time to really vote on you, you won't hear about it because those are the people that's holding the country hostage to what we have today because that's who set the real changes. The president just signs the bill, but the people who wield the real power— we're, we're, we're at home, all uh, partying, I uh, just fall uh, follow, we follow at the wheel. Well, that was
0: smooth, but you evaded the question. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening very carefully to you, Darius. I'm waiting for the answer. What uh, percentage of the blame you you personally, you will assume? Or admit to, if in fact Donald Trump gets Trump has a really, really good shot.
1: Yeah, I would, I would uh, take. Uh, I'll say fifty percent because, um, I mean, <laughs> I, every chance I get, I, I tell people about him. I remember speaking to a a, a friend of mine, a, a cousin, and he he lives out here in Baldwin. He's an ex police officer. And I was like, oh, do you remember Donald Trump's father getting caught allegedly in the KKK parade or in mean, the Nazi parade in, in Queens or something like that? And he never heard of the story. So I, I said, well, you know, the, the son doesn't fall too far from the tree, you know, and he, he always talks about his father. And, you know, you look at his, the, the reputation of the family, you understand what his father did to the housing, to people of color and Jews he didn't want in his buildings. In Queens, so we've seen the we've seen these things, but people didn't care. That's why I said sometimes in America, you trees they don't care. They'll okay. be so bad okay. that they just want change.
0: Well, and <laughs> let me ask you directly now: mm. What are you likely to do in terms of casting a vote? Will it be for Trump or against Trump?
1: Oh man, you trees. <laughs> we, we're trying to see, we're trying to figure out if he's gonna if he's gonna make it that far. You know, they yeah, you got well, this I, man backed up against I, the wall. he really make it that far? Let's assume which way are you going? Well, uh, I, I I probably will have to um take your, med- your 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 analogy on it, which is uh just just stand off on that part of the election because it's it's more the same either which way you go on that part of it, because, you know, with Biden and Trump it's just, it's the same, just a different person saying the same thing or doing the same thing. One might be more extreme and one might not be extreme, but it's just, they're, they're, they're basically holding our country hostage. I'll say the democratic and the Republican party or David say the uniparty the uniparty. Yes. Well, because...
0: I thank you for your analysis today. I think we have a little bit more on the subject to come and to expose your thoughts to other people and see what their reaction is. But thank you for getting us started today and with such energy, Darius.
1: Oh, thank, thank you. you. I'm glad you're back.
0: <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I'm back, too. <laughs>
1: good, good. Have a 888
0: is the number to call. What is to be learned right this minute about your disposition in this election? What is it? Where are you headed and why? Could you say you feel a little embarrassed or you are just absolutely firm on what it is you're going to do. Based on what, though, we want to hear. 888-874-4888. Let's see who's up.
1: Patricia, you, you have Brother David.
0: Brother David, how are you doing?
2: Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Yes, you know, I have been listening to the discussion so far, and it brings to mind exactly one thing. And that one thing is that we live in a system that is seriously flawed from the beginning, in 1776 and so forth. And that system uh, that we have going now in the recent past, in my lifetime, uh, it really doesn't matter the... uh, division of this uniparty that is in power at the time because it's a uniparty and it isn't there to put someone in as executive officer, they call that president, that is in the service of the massive people who live here. So Trump may be unusual because of his Style and uh, the way he functions, and and how successful he is in manipulating the uh, people—you know—that brings attention to him. But the point is, uh, what people have uh, has been presented to them is the old thing about. The better of two evils, Republican or Democrat, they work for the same team, different style, and the goal is to control the people and enrich those that run the country. The people who get to be president, there's no possible way... That you can be nominated by the unit party, one division or the other, if you're not completely down with serving the interests of the small fraction of 1% that's the ruling class. You know, I find it very difficult sometimes because they are so successful. In manipulating the minds of people, you you just have to go and repeat the same thing over and over again because most people don't get it. You vote Republican, you vote a temp, a Democrat, and you are doing the better of two evils if you, let's say, get the Democrat and they're, they're right, and then or the Republicans far-right. The ruling class is so successful in being able to manipulate, provide the information that they want the people to have, and absolutely uh, run the country in their interests, and the people are struggling. Because... Here's the richest country in the world at this time, and the mass of people are struggling every day. So I don't worry about Trump's antics or uh, antics of everyone else. Even the most successful president, in terms of providing a, social, a basic social structure, That wasn't provided because uh, uh, he was uh, determined to do that. That was a tactic, and people have to understand it, to uh, deal with those forces that were fighting against the ruling class at that time. Uh, People have to understand the unions, uh, the communists the socialists, and uh, that was what was going on. And they remember what happened in Russia. So let's throw out some bones to the people. And they threw those off. And they're slowly but surely trying to take it back. They're taking it back slowly and surely. So, you know, it's important for people to understand the situation they're in and do an analysis and not be all tied up in, in uh, uh, the minutia of the so-called Democrats and Republicans in, in the same group that serve the same interests. And if uh, you deal with Trump and you think about, oh, yes, yeah, he's a criminal, he's this and that and the other, he's been indicted and so forth, If you really did a forensic study, a forensic study of all the people in the Congress who are supposed to represent the people, you'd find all kinds of things about these people to show that they don't represent the masses. They represent those at the top and the 1%. So people have to get it. And they, they're just getting tied up in all the minutia of these elections when you don't even have a party. There's no party that represents the masses of people. I don't know how many times I've said that. Those people in those uh, two divisions of the uniparty, they represent the interests of the 1%. How long does it take people to understand what's going on? They they, Let's
0: just just follow your thoughts here for a minute about the 1%. How would you persuade someone, just trying to make sense of this soup that they presented with, how will they come to a decision... About where they cast their vote or with whom they
2: cast their lot. Um, well, it, the, it it won't be easy. The point is, the one percent is so good at controlling the people, they miss the point altogether. So most people have no clue of what's really going on, I think. That's my opinion. They don't understand the situation they're in and all the adverse conditions for the masses of people who live there. And the one thing that I, I keep talking about, where is the party that represents the people? And we don't have one. So, and yet people just keep going and voting for the uh, two groups in the Uniparty. And, uh, you know, that's the way it is. So people have to get to the point where they start educating themselves, because the ruling group in that one person controls all the information in the the media and uh and the schools and whatnot. So we have to go beyond worrying about Trump's antics and stuff, because uh, that that's uh, that's interesting. And but uh, you know that's not the point. The point is, why don't we have people who represent the people? You can't represent the people when you're getting insider trading in con- the tra- uh, in Congress uh, information or, or uh, uh, getting uh, private donations for your election? How are you going to represent the people? People have to get it, and it's very hard to get across the real thing because the ruling group controls information. Go so well. Well, thank you, thank you very much for that.
0: But we still have to do a little bit more digging. Perhaps in your next uh, analysis, you can you can let us in a little bit deeper into the thinking, your thinking on this question. Yeah, uh, of uh, what is it that really we are confronting when we consider this issue of the vote and could we reconcile our actions with what seems to be a huge contradiction because you're thinking, well, I'm participating in the democratic process and blah, 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 blah. But you you let us know, let us know that it is not as it seems. So we have to find a way to get that kind of education uh, more popularized. People really need to start
2: thinking about their political. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, They have to stop, stop thinking about the better of two evils and think beyond that. And that's not easy for a lot of people, even so-called progressive people. I've met them and talked to them, but, uh, uh, they can't get beyond the bed of two evils, and we have to do that because we're going to have business as usual in the interest of the 1% until we do that for ourselves.
0: You're listening to Lead Stories on PRN.FM. I'm Retrie and we're talking about what choice is there, in your view, at this moment in time, both individually and collectively? And we're getting quite an education. What do you have to say? 888-874-4888 is the number to call. Who's up next?
1: No calls right now, you trees.
0: Okay. Come on, you're slow on the draw today. What's going on? Ah. We need to get some vitamin D or something. (laughs) This election, uh, it's already being uh, touted as being so dramatically different from other elections. I happen to disagree Uh, that we have to be concerned about the people who are doing well, whether we like them or not. They're there, and they will inevitably be among the choices that people will make come election time. But we can't just be surface uh, thinkers. We we have to think a little deeper than that. And that's what I'm asking. What is your thinking so far based on people who have stepped forward or who are rumored to be uh, part of the... The forward thrust of politics in the united states and what are your feelings about that eight 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 seven four four eight 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 all kinds of crazy things happening here today i have uh, about four different calls coming in and i can't get to one of them okay 888 All right. Who's up next? Who's up next?
1: Brother David.
2: Yes. Oh, yes. This is Brother David. Yes, Brother David. All right. Uh, you know, I got cut off the line. I don't know what happened. I don't know, but there's a lot
0: of thundering and lightning going on here where I am. <laughs>
2: It's Yes, really yes. Scary. Yes, we, yes. We proceed. Well, you know, uh, I was going to answer your question. Uh, some people have to get to the point where they don't do the better tooth uh, truth, evils, uh, technique anymore. And either, uh, you know, write in a, a candidate or or let's say um, uh, uh, take one of the uh, third candidates that cannot win, because I guess all of them, most of the third party candidates are not certified in every state uh, because the uh, the duopoly that uh, runs the political system makes it very difficult to do that. So, uh, that's the problem we have. So as long as we keep doing the same as we've been doing, we will suffer. And the, the tragedy is the, uh, the ruling uh, group in the, that 1% is so effective in dividing people. You know, many people don't understand. They don't care about anybody other than themselves. The point is, you know, so-called phenotype white people, phenotype black people, Asian people, or whatever, they don't care about anybody. It's about themselves alone, and they have no interest in doing anything but having the most predatory capitalism in the world. This is not the Scandinavian countries where they have, have uh, capitalism in check. This capitalism rules over here to, at the expense of the masses of people. That's why we have so many poor people. That's why we don't have the things that other people have in the northern Scandinavian country. So the point is people have to get it and do a lot of studying on their own and remember the rules that the, the, the ruling class plays. The number one rule is divide and conquer. And, conquer. and then that's divide right. and rule. And keep that in your mind. So that's the Thank way you, Brother sir. David looks at it.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you eight eight, eight, seven, four, four, eight, eight, eight. We are asking in this upcoming election, and it's beginning to pick up some kind of speed, uh, where are you leaning? Where are you, what, what are you trying to make up your mind to do? And why? What is your choice? Are you going to vote? Not vote? And if you are going to vote, then, for whom? So far? 888-874-4888.
1: Okay. No more callers right when now, Eutrice. Did we... I didn't hear that. No more callers right now, Eutrice. Okay.
0: All right. Well, we have some time, but make use of it, please. And Don't uh, let the time slip away and your call isn't part of this. By the way, you should be very clear that... Every program creates a record. So sometimes people say things and they become quite prophetic and we can always go back and say, see, in such and such a year, this person pointed this out. This person had a very clear understanding about what was going to happen. And lo and behold, it has happened. And we should all work toward, uh, getting a clear vision. And that means we have to make sense of what is happening. Don't just take people's word for it. Uh, Media people tend to be very literal. You know, they have a, a news type scenario put together outside of a building with a big flag and whatnot, and the visuals are just right. But you listen to what is being said, you go, but that man is a fool. He's a blithering idiot. Oh, no, I don't agree with anything he just said, but it's on the record, you see. So we are creating in every program, we create a record of people's opinions. 888-874-4888. We've crossed crossed Rubicon. We have uh, 20 minutes to go. Make use of those 20 minutes. What is of importance to you? What do you see unfolding so far? Does it make you feel comfortable or apprehensive, and why? What is happening as the dust begins to rise up, stirred up by the various candidates and the positions they wish to take on things? What are you getting, if anything? Of course, we know that in, in the business of voting, people wait until the very last minute. But here, we're encouraging you to develop an early understanding of what is going on and how it uh, basically, interfe- inter, uh, how should I say, it? how it relates to what you've been thinking all along would you like to share that opinion with us? 888-874-4888.
1: Still no callers right Uh, now you
0: Okay, we don't have any callers. That is most unusual. We like this crowd because this crowd is a pretty uh, expressive crowd. (laughs) That's good. But you know, uh, you do get a sense, because I certainly have sensed it, that people are doing a lot more thinking these days. It is not enough simply to go over the tide and to basically join the crowd based on what the crowd is likely to do and vote for whom. It's not happening that way, it seems to me. In some places, of course, that's that's the general history of things. But more and more, I get the feeling that people are doing more thinking before they act, before they cast a vote, before they even form a political opinion. These things are very important. And for so long, people's ideas have been squelched. You're not sophisticated enough to understand American politics. You're not yet fully initiated in this process, so you'd be talking about things in an elemental way, which is another way of insulting people's intelligence. But I get a great sense that things are changing. People are looking more and more uh, toward what is this candidate Saying, and is this candidate capable of delivering at the level at which he's speaking? This is very, very important. And I'm glad about that because we've come through periods, several of them, in which people didn't think. Their thoughts were manufactured and their thoughts were basically. Uh, cultivated for them because the leader of this party or the leader of that party attractive to them for some reason or the other says this or that. So they adopt these positions, but I'm getting a sense that people are, are doing a little bit more thinking now. It's not an automatic thing to just show up and cast your vote and then, you know, go have breakfast. They're very careful now about this question of who is it that you're voting for? What does that person represent? What is that person likely to do with the power of your vote? Do you, will you agree with that or not? So uh, the attitude toward voting is very different, and I'm glad about that. But we need volume behind those numbers. You don't just want to say, "Well, you have Joe Dokes over here and Peter Pokes over there, and Mary Mokes over here," and they symbolize the emergence of a new kind of vert- voter. That's not good enough. We need people to take systemic approaches to things, to think things through, specifically as it relates to your particular interests, but also as it relates to the the community to which you belong 888-874-4888. We are closing out very soon. If you have something to contribute, I urge you to call right now, 888-874-4888.
1: Still no calls okay. trees.
0: All right. So we're not getting any new calls. Um, It's very important. I really wish you understood how very important it is for people to hear what it is you're thinking and why. It's very important. I mean, you don't have to give them all the intimate details of your life, but it's education. That's how how our tradition has worked. People talking to other people and laying before them the main things that they wish to consider, uh, because they belong to a community that shares many different concerns, but in some cases, those concerns almost litter the entire community. The entire community is affected not just the few people living there. So it's important to really reconnect. And this time, this voting time, is a good time to reconnect. 888-874-4888 is a number to call. Okay, we have 10 minutes. Let's make use of the 10 minutes that we have. And uh, do so before, of course, the program ends. (laughs) It would be really good if you could do that. 888-874-4888. All right. So in this election, as it has gotten off to a a pretty rousing start, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking about uh, the issues, about the candidates, about the vote that you may or may not cast, we don't know. But what is your thinking? It's like pushing molasses uphill in winter with a rake today. <laughs> you haven't to been doing so much work to elicit your thoughts. 888 874 4888. Okay, so let's uh, start tying up here because we'll be soon out of time. In the way that this election season has begun, what do you see is just down the road? What is going to happen in the immediate future, you think? Does it change attitudes? Will it change minds about this involvement in the civic duty? Would it somehow give people a a new lease uh, to say, well, I, I kind of stepped back from politics altogether, but I'm really considering becoming more and more acquainted with the issues because I see the direct link between these issues, the election of people to represent communities, and we see the consequences of bad decisions as well. Eight 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 seven four four eight eight eight. Use the last few minutes to your advantage here today. Eight 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 seven four four eight eight eight. What say you? Hmm, no calls. Okay. So I'm gonna talk a little bit. It is vitally important to cherish what you have. It's really important to do. It isn't happening everywhere. Right now, I would say at best, it's in some pockets, both inside and outside of the United States. If we have the chance, and we do, to communicate with each other, share ideas and opinions. It is a great gift. On the other hand, it is also a measure of the possibility of a community to protect itself by mobilizing behind information that is shared. If it is viewed that these are not important things. Will you blame people when they say, okay, well, this didn't work. I'll be shooting that and killing off that. And we go do something else, perhaps run a program on, uh, uh, cooking or something. But here you have an, a, a, an opportunity and you should use it. It should be the case. Hold on, please. Uh, Let me see what I'm hearing knocking at the door. But it is important to protect every asset that you have because it will be taken away.
2: Hold on, please.
0: Hi. Hi. You're here? Yes. We're calling you like
2: crazy.
0: Hold on, How please. Hold on. Yes, hold on. You're here? yes, I Yes. How about we for you? Okay, I know. Hold on, for Hold on, please. Um, could right. we take a short break? Could we take a short break and we come right back? Thank you. And, uh, oops. Good that I interrupted the program just the same to uh, receive it. So that's what the break was about. So let's do some more talking. We have, uh, let's see, we have five minutes. And we could end the program now and just do some more music. And we pick up again tomorrow. How about that? Okay, let's do that.
1: All right, Thanks
0: for calling in today
2: and contributing. And we we'll pick this up tomorrow. Thank you.